Hey everybody, welcome to the Bender Blend episode number 31. I am your host, Jordan Bender. Thanks to the uh, regular crew for being here with us. Uh, sorry, Clint, you missed this one, but that's all right. You'll be back. Uh, we had a special guest, um, Jess Roselius. She's Gabby's friend. Uh, they met in acting class. Uh, we got to know her a little bit, her background. She plays some music, she writes, she acts. Um, she's awesome. She was a lot of fun to talk to. Uh, we kind of went all over the place. We talked about stand-up comedy. We talked about music, acting. It was a fun conversation. And uh, Allie Carter, thank you for joining us as well. Another little uh, re, re... I don't know. What would you say? A return guest? There we go. Sorry. <laughs> Brain fart. Anyways, hopefully you guys are staying inspired. Uh, get out there and uh, put yourself out there. Be creative. Cheers, everybody. Enjoy. That's good, man. You're a pro. That's what I do best. Welcome <laughs> back, you guys. Uh, so the regular crew is here, minus Clint. Um, and we have a special guest, Jess. Woo! Welcome to the Bender Blend. Jessica Roselius. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I was going to say full name, please. <laughs> Jessica Roselius. That's a great name. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, so I don't know how much Gabby told you about what we do, but Nothing. it's <laughs> right. Good. We can. Gri- I got a whole notebook. Got a whole notebook full of fun well, first stuff. First, you must pass a series yeah. of trials. She did say <laughs> talk about that. Yeah. But she did um, say those trials. So since you're a new guest here, we we're gonna kind of get into what kind of creative things you like doing. Um, you can tell us a little bit about anything. Like, are you? A, I I see a guitar, and Gabby keeps saying you're gonna sing. So painter. Painter. Are you going to say painter? <laughs> Do you paint? No, I, I think about painting. I have painted, but it's not, you know, my specialty. Okay. So would you say music is your, kind of your... Go-to. Go-to creative thing? Yes, I love okay. music. I actually love writing and um, acting and been doing a lot more writing nice. recently. And photography, too. It's fun. It's just, well, yeah. Yeah. But music is... That's kind of your... The one thing. Music and acting. Okay. And writing. And writing. <laughs> what kind of write what kind of writing do you do usually? Well, I do all kinds of writing. I used to do a lot of poetry writing, which led into songwriting. Cool. And then I got more into you know, personal journalist journalistic type writing and okay. memoirs, you know. <laughs> really? Uh but Interesting. I'm you know, it'd be really neat to get more into screenwriting and stuff. Okay, um, you de- I'm sure you, kn- do you know Allie then? Yeah. Okay, because yeah, I know yeah. she, she's... She puts it out all the time. Yeah. What an inspiration. Yeah, right, very... and that's something we always bring up too, is like, how do we stay inspired being creative people that if we're not making a living at it, like how do you stay inspired to keep doing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You right, because it's hard to work all the time. It is. Um, so do you perform, do you sing, like at, do you do open mics, do you... You know, I used to more often. Okay. Um, and I have recently gotten back into it. I, nice. But uh, yeah, the last three years have been kind of a huge transition. I've been doing like a fixer upper house, oh, which wow. is completely cool. different yeah. <laughs> from any kind of creative outlet. Um, it takes creativity to do that. It's a different, right? Yeah. yeah, different maybe side of your brain creativity. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Be like, okay, this subway actually subway tiling. Yeah. Oh wow, oh, oh, that's yeah. sick though. I love subway tiling. That's awesome. It's cool, 
you feel good about it when it's done and you're like, I did that. But while it's happening, I it's never a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm good. I did it the once. I'm happy with it. Cool. <laughs> I don't need to like, but yeah. yeah, so it's been hard to find that creative spot again, but yeah. trying to get back in. Good. Do you perform yes. around, do you, I guess, I, do you live here in Slow then? <clears throat> no, I live in, um. I just, I moved up to South Bay Area, so Morgan Hill. Oh, okay. To do the fixer for you. All right. Nice. That's a good area to be, I think. Yeah, it's good. Before then, she was living in L.A. Mm-hmm. What part of L.A.? Pursuing acting. Mm-hmm. In Hollywood, actually oh, on nice. Franklin Village. Like, oh, cool. No, right she... next to UCB. That was, that was an awesome neighborhood, too. Yeah. Like, Super I loved fun. It. I was going to say, that's kind of the spot to be if you're going to do the acting mm-hmm. thing. Did oh, you, yeah. Did Walkable. you book any... Did you, can we find you on YouTube? Any commercials or anything? Uh, I did do a couple, actually, commercials locally to here. No kidding. And then I did... <laughs> That's awesome. I was pursuing acting and actually got a little bit more music stuff. Okay. Um, which is interesting, but then got into, like, some screenwriting stuff down there. Yeah. Learning how to do that and... Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fun and... I wish I was still there, but... Really? It's expensive. It's not as expensive as the Bay Area. Oh, yeah, and that's... yeah. It's, in, it's unbelievable. It's like at least L.A. Yeah, you, you have a have city. Something, you yeah. have something that's around you. Right. Where I live, it's like, where's the culture? But I'm still paying, like... Oh, really? Oh, San Jose. Hmm. It's like $2,700 oh, okay. for a oh, Jesus. one bedroom. Oh, my God. Sounds in like- San Jose. <laughs> It sounds a lot like Denver. That's what Denver's becoming. Yeah, but San Jose's yeah. not as cool as Denver. Nor is it as pretty. No. Yeah. See, I've never been up it's there, terrible. so I don't, I'm, I'm speaking out of, I have no experience. I've never, I've flown into San Fran. San Fran, that's cool. And that's cool, but you're not quite, so the Bay, so I guess the Bay Area is, can encompass a big yeah, area. Okay. the whole like Bay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it took me. I'm still learning. Yeah. I've been there three years now. Almost three years. Oh my gosh, it's been that long already? Yeah. Well, yeah, like two plus, and I'm rounding up. Yeah. Do you pursue any... Yeah, you just round up. Um, do you pursue any acting up there at all still? Or? No, I should though, because yeah. there is commercial opportunity, and I don't think there's a lot of people going after it. Really? Because, you know... It's not known for... Yeah, up there it's just all techie stuff. It's techie, lots of theater, but um, lots of commercials and lots of things that these tech people in Apple, you know, they need people like us for this. They are. Spice it up a little bit. My buddy actually works uh, at Facebook in their music department. Mm, That is so cool. Wow. Yeah, but it's, it's crazy how there are outside opportunities if you don't want to kind of compete in that same mm-hmm. LA rat race thing which is like honestly I think that's the best way to go about it just so that you have some contacts there mm-hmm. but then specializing in your own city is if if you can do it right it's actually more beneficial to be, be kind of outside of exactly that and that's what's happening more is people are just starting to put themselves out there like go to LA every now and then to like get those connections but put themselves out there through their own, like, Facebook or these own little networks yeah. that they have. And then they can pursue exactly what they want, you know, search for the views they want, but then still live where they want to yeah. be. 
So for your music stuff, um, were you like writing songs for an album? Were you just doing your you and guitar? What was like? What kind of music do you make? Um, so I started writing like acoustic, soulful stuff. Made a demo with that type of music, and then um, I met a friend. Joe Doty used to live here, and Zach Bell, good buddies of mine. And, we started doing hip hop music together. Nice. Oh yeah, and she has a SoundCloud. Joe did uh, beats, and then Zach, great rap artist, mm-hmm. and then I would do melody and chorus. Sweet. And nice. I recorded all those songs in the, my closet, but the sound quality is not bad. That's when you know that you have the passion for it. <laughs> is when you literally make shift anything yeah. in yeah. your place. Like you don't make the excuse of. Oh, I don't have a studio. I can't do it. Look at this room we're doing now. Literally a dinner table, (laughs) so grassroots. And when you have that passion, you just make it happen, no matter what. Exactly. You just yeah. You just make get the best sound too, and like your tiny closet with clothes everywhere. That's true. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) That's like the perfect like startup story to like someone that becomes like real. Oh, they started to start filming stuff. Jacket over my head. Oh my god. Gabby mentioned you have a SoundCloud, so we can go check it out, and people listening can go find your stuff on SoundCloud. Yeah. For music. Mm-hmm. What's it? What's your? It's just, just SoundCloud.com. Jessica hyphen Roselius. How do you spell your last name? R O S E L I U S. Nice. Like Roselius. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Roselius. She's, like, that's, she's like, that's not how I fucking pronounce. <laughs> Cool. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah it's like that. <laughs> it's like that, but it's not. That's it's just... a little outdated SoundCloud, so I well, and that's outdated. I, all of our SoundClouds. Yeah. 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 So, hey, did I tell you to check out my MySpace too? Probably is relevant. I, you still have a top eight. Yeah. yeah. I still have to rotate so no one gets jealous. <laughs> right. I was number two last week. <laughs> Wow, I forgot about that. But I always kept kept Tom as my top friend. Yeah, you have to. You have to. He was the first one. Yeah, (laughs) and I was like, he's always been there for me. Like, and that way, that way, my friends can't get jealous because like the number one is always. (laughs) I did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Which have you seen his actual Instagram? He is a phenomenal photographer. Oh, that's pretty cool. Really like, cool now I can take I, my real passion. I'm like, right. all this money sold my safe. Right. I can pursue photography. Independently wealthy. Like, now I get to do things that I want. Right. That's good. Um, oh, sweet. Allie Carter Hi. just walked in. I made it. Agent Carter. Like she made it. I don't know why I think of that. Oh, I'm dying. Um, aren't we all? My ovaries are falling out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great. This is a very he- estrogen heavy <laughs> podcast today. <laughs> it's okay. Can I take your spot? Okay. No, there's open seating. Allie, welcome back. Hello, welcome. Hello. <laughs> Hello, welcome. <laughs> welcome to me. <laughs> welcome to you. Um, yeah, we're just kind of getting to know Jess a little bit. Cool. Um, so boring. <laughs> not at all. Don't even, t- that's not true. It's not true at all. Take it. Go to episode 29. So, Ali, validate <laughs> your presence here. Give, a, give us something. Give the people something. Have a good day. <laughs> My day was good at yeah. work. Rushed yeah. here. You rushed Stressful here. Stressful day at work. Okay. Well, now you Did can Did you unwind. fire somebody? No. Oh. 
Uh-oh. But at one point I thought I was going to get fired. Oh. <laughs> and I didn't know how I felt about that. I was like, huh. Okay. Not unhappy. No. Not no. not down for this. No, and I, I wrote a lot of my new new screenplay. See, there you go. Like, stuff to do. Yeah. I was just like, dun, dun, dun. fine. I am definitely going to take advantage of getting fired. <laughs> yes. I was going to say maybe concept. maybe that's the catalyst. Use their printer as much as yeah. you can. I've got one of those. <laughs> that's when you know you're an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Use their fax machine. Fax machine. <laughs> um, they do exist. So. Yeah. And Gabby, correct me if I'm wrong. You met these ladies in act in acting in class. Acting we all class. were in okay. acting class acting together. Class, yeah. We yeah. were. It used to be called Aaron Metrics Acting Studio. Now it's called yeah. Actors Edge. Oh yeah. That little edge <laughs> to the name. I'm sorry. Um, That's silly. Yeah. <laughs> That's but he was a great teacher, yeah. and we Jess, Allie, and I would always do scenes <laughs> together. But especially Jess and I, we just you guys like, were in it for a lot long. Yeah, together, uh, and then I came. Started. Yeah, and she, well, you weren't in it when I first started, were you? I uh, was in it before. You were in it before. Yeah, and then left for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. And then. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started it. We became friends and we all became friends yeah. because of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Huh? Yeah. That was awesome. Acting class was my favorite time of life. Oh yeah. Because it was so therapeutic. Like you could bring in any scene that like that resembled it some sort of conflict in your life and you can you could like I don't know, like I would get like high from it. Yeah. And it just like cathartically work my shit through that. And it's it cool awesome. when you have amazing people to work with. Like mm-hmm. that, we all felt like we had chemistry together. And that was so a that lot was of people. very. Yeah, was, I didn't feel like I had chemistry with the other people in class. So there well was a couple of people that I was like, like really enjoyed meeting them and hanging. Probably out Probably Erica Singer the most. Yeah, <laughs> the what, older guy. What oh, would yeah, you say no. was the no. what made the good chemistry just? Being able to dive into scenes, yeah, we without, just be like, on the same page. Yeah, a lot of people are just like, Word. they would just try too hard. I don't know. I don't know what it is, no. but there was oh, some no, people there was like a lot of improv, trying too hard. In improv, when you, and you should know, you also know this, Henry. Is like if you just try to be too funny, it's just you're just funny. Yeah. <laughs> you're the naturally rule of improv is yes and, and exactly. even though you learn this over and over and over, there's still people you get on stage with, and they're like, nope. I, it didn't happen that way. It's like, I would even say, like, the the bigger problem is somebody not knowing, like, yeah, it's yes and, but there's still always a straight man and, and somebody yeah. who's being, like, the, the ridiculous element. Like, having somebody to tie it to reality right. makes it funny. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Where if, if people are both trying to be the, like, steal the spotlight and be the sillier mm-hmm. one yeah. on stage... Yes. I'd say that's like more of the problem, and and that's having somebody worst. that like in an emotional scene, you want people to be able to match you, but at the same time, you like it just all blends together if you're not like diversifying your right. own, your own character's emotions. So if they're trying to match you, if if you're it having becomes, an emotional scene, it just becomes too much. Well, it's like an ego battle. Yeah, and yeah. then all you watch are these egos trying to like right. everyone's trying to steal the spotlight, and you're like, no, 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 take it back. Yeah, like calm down. Like I see a lot of that stuff in mm-hmm. improv, and especially like in stand-up comedy too. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that. Oh yeah, it's it's. I think it's harder in improv unless it's like at a specific night, because um, you're up there alone, and you're you're basically you'd have to take, like trying to match somebody's energy, at like right after their set to try to 
Oh, and stand up. Use what worked for them to work for you, and you're right. Like that never works. Mm -hmm. You have to like use kind of like the information you learned at what the audience was laughing at and apply it to your mm -hmm. own mm -hmm. uh, bits because otherwise they're they're gonna know even because I think it's easy to it's when you're talking to somebody with an accent like you start taking off oh it's true it was really, really 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 good <laughs> it was really good yeah and I it's so like it, it's using the same voice. If you can tell when comedians have been watching a lot of stand-up comedy, yeah. it's because you're like, oh, you you use that voice, and that's Jim Gaffigan's voice. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, well, Pete Holmes talks about that too. Of yeah. when he when you first start out as a comedian and you're doing, he's like, I was Brian Regan for a long time. Like his oh, yeah. punctuation and his cadence. It's like, and someone pointed it out to him. He's like. Yeah, you're right. I can't help it right now, but that's part of the process of he's like and then, you know, you do, start doing it long enough and you find your own voice and I think I'm sure with acting you kind of find were you drawn were you guys drawn to like I want I like I thrive in serious drama mm -hmm. or do you thrive in comedy? We did but we loved yeah. we loved to like write and collaborate on both. Like we did super intense Mm -hmm. um, drama where we really dug deep but then we also did like really lighthearted comedy where we're both funny characters mm -hmm. in a bar but different you know yeah so it's and it's that's what's cool about having someone that you feel like you enjoy and work well with yeah is that you can work on all those things together you can play off each other well yeah. what was that yeah. scene we did uh, from August, August uh, yeah, yeah that one. and that was like that still sticks in my mind I Allie, Gabby all, and I wish one, we could have filmed it say that again yeah what what play was this or what scene August Osage County and it was this hold scene hold on so, so, I, I'm, I'm not getting what? Oh, August <laughs> Osage County oh okay it was the movie with um, Meryl Streep and based uh, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Mm -hmm. Did you say Meryl Streep? Meryl Streep. Meryl. You said Meryl. Um, <laughs> she's going to find you and be like, I have an accent. It's Meryl. Meryl Streep. I hope she does. Right? Fuck <laughs> yeah. I got yeah. slapped okay. by Meryl Streep. I mean, Meryl's. Meryl. <laughs> Meryl Streep. Oh, yeah. Meryl. It's a good life for you yeah. That's how you get their attention. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, no, Julia, Julia Childs. Yeah. No. Julia Child. Uh, Roberts. Oh, it's about, is it about Julia Childs? No. no. Oh, I was like, no, wait, where am I getting that from? Movie. Okay. It was a, it was <laughs> like, a story I'm, about three sisters that their, their mom was, she's dying or she's, she's mm -hmm. going through something. Their father mm -hmm. passed and the mother has to, so they're having to like go through all this family will mm -hmm. business yeah. and then the mother's sick so they're having but this mother's a very controlling overbearing and so you see these uh how it's impacted her family mm -hmm. her children the daughter's three daughters critical she is on them oh yeah. she's horrible yeah she's terrible <laughs> so one of the scenes it was just it, the setting was this around the dinner batches in it and it yeah. started so subtly but and, and it took everybody really being their character. Like, yeah. Allie's character was... Um, Juliet Lewis, isn't it? Quiet and, and very introverted. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, the quiet youngest one that was, like, always hurt and bottling her feelings. You know? And then <laughs> I this think we each selected was the, the characters. character that, like, wanted to love and wanted to be loved. And then I was, like, the hard older sister, you know? And then yeah. to bring that to the table and make it 
happen and make the audience, you know, see what's going on right. without being chaotic. It was cool. Yeah, I think we all took gravitated to the characters that kind of reflected a small bit of ourselves 100% yeah and this like that the because I think the catfish scene is what it's called that one which one was that one that's the catfish so my question then as a naive person uh, to the acting world is is it harder it seemed to me it seems to me it'd be harder to take a scene that's already been made into a movie and be like this is practice Mm -hmm. is it like is there a weird pressure of like we should do it as well or is it is it helpful to have that template? You know? It's super helpful. Both. Yeah. Both. Oh. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. I feel Gabby's like, like, I nailed it. <laughs> I did nail that scene. That's why it's... Yeah. I like cried at everything, I remember. We, it's the I even tripped over the chair. Fish. We nailed it, right. but we had to figure it out for ourselves. You can't just... Right. Uh, you can't just imitate. And we've tried to. I mean, everyone who's done this, who's tried to recreate scenes, has tried to mimic the scene, mm-hmm. and you all know and like it doesn't. Yeah. Unless it's naturally coming out the same right. way it was filmed. Yeah. And then that's awesome. It happened that way, but. It's like reading the book before watching the movie. Totally. It's, it's, yes. You have these I'm expectations. Always, good analogy. I'm I like that. I'm always going to bring this back because I think it's, you can't help but as soon as you see it, we had a theater teacher that wouldn't let us watch the movie that of the scene that we were doing until we did it. And then we could go see their interpretation of mm-hmm. like how to act it because otherwise it's the same with watching fucking comedy. It, it's all like... You absorb this into mm-hmm. who you are, and you can't help but kind of bring out certain similarities. Exactly. Even just like what you liked and what you didn't like, you're still basing it off of something you've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like people. I feel like it's different for some people. You know, some people will be like, "But I will be like, you know, I watched the movie, but I feel like I did it differently, and it's fine. It didn't affect me that way. I definitely feel like I absorb how it's done." In like and, on, it and I have to like practice it without watching it, get my character and then watch it and be like, okay, like how do I feel from how she did it? You know, it's, what uh, was the book that he taught from? Because he, they taught like the main oh, the, book, the, Ivan and Chubek. Ivan yeah, Chubek. yeah that was the actor. one. Yeah. Say that, that again. What what book is that? Ivana Chubek, Power of the Actor, mm-hmm. which I. I think is a phenomenal it book is. for people that aren't just actors. Yeah. Like it's something that you can apply to your life in general and to your relationships and to, cause in life, I feel like right now this would be, this would be a scene in a movie and every, everything in our lives, everything in our daily lives is like a different scene within a bigger scope of a movie. And every scene has its purpose. Every scene has its, you have your uh, goal that you want to achieve and you're having a dialogue with someone or like an inner monologue all the time. Yeah. It talks about that inner monologue. That's why, that's why acting for me is my number one, everything that I ever wanted to do because it's, it resembles life, but you can, Pretend to be someone else yeah. and work yeah. through your shit. Mm-hmm. And oh, then all of a sudden, you're like, I've worked through my shit. I know. I didn't even. I didn't hurt I remember in the after that scene that we did. I think that was the one that I cried afterwards. Yeah. I was like, I can't. I was going through something. Ducks. I'm always going through something. <laughs> I, I, I felt so light afterwards that yeah. I had worked through something that I didn't even. That was yeah, unconscious felt or powerful and strong afterwards. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. I feel like everyone should try acting at least once in their life. Oh, definitely. Some people, I should warn against that. Please don't, <laughs> please don't act. You're not good. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not be too good. Don't act. Don't go like perform on stage and invite us go. to watch there you. you. Go. Yeah. <laughs> go to class for your own self improvement. Yeah. Like, you know, and let the 10 other people in class. You know, suffer through that. Like it's worth it. One thing though, it's interesting. Like, it makes me more like I'm already a hyper aware person, but it makes me more aware when I'm in certain scenes, Mm -hmm. thinking about them and like processing my head. So it's kind of almost like screwed me a little bit because I'm like so like now like and I'm thinking this. Like, what's my inner monologue? Yeah. I've got this going mm. on in my head, and I'm acting this way, and then I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I'm a fucking crazy person. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just gotta yeah. fucking, like, go with it. Just be yeah. it. Just be it. And, yeah. and that's so go lame. Full joker. That's yeah. so lame to say, but, like, so much of acting is just re- reacting. Like, it is. <laughs> like, and that's it. That's Meisner, too. Get, get in the role, yeah. and then you'll do what your character would do. Right. Yeah. That's, like, the easiest way to improv is, like, it. Things are gonna build naturally. Sometimes when you're in your head about making a joke later on, it's it's gonna fuck you up, and you're not gonna like be funny in the scene. Right. You're gonna like put all your bets into one idea that might not even pan out, depending on what the other person's doing. Exactly, and yeah. that's such a huge thing. Like with the Meisner technique and the whole repeating. Yeah. The what same is the Meisner technique? I, I don't know that. The practice of essentially, you know the. Method acting? Similar, where you kind of say we're sitting across from each other and we repeat, like, you're wearing a purple shirt, and you say, you're wearing a purple shirt. And then we say that to each other over and over, and you take it, receive it, take it, receive it, and by the end of, like, a minute of saying this to each other, it's completely transformed into something on another level, either That's emotional crazy. or yeah. funny. Like we could be laughing at this point or like, you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And that's like yeah. what you're that's saying, sweet. getting there to that point, like letting yourself be it, that helps. And it's such a neat thing to watch yeah. happen. That's Leonardo right. DiCaprio practices the Meisner technique and it's uh, not working. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he only just won an Oscar. Um, <laughs> Hasn't been in a movie since. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna hold on to this one, guys. Um, but who's a oh, who's the the Martin Scorsese only hires actors that do the Meisner mm-hmm. technique because right. it does. Such That's an asshole move. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. I can see, like, I could, I guess I could understand for hit because his vision is like, well, I need this. I have this vision and this is what fits into that and i'm sure he knows the language in which how to direct right. his actors through oh, that totally. right. where like he can yeah. he can work them in a specific and, way yeah mm-hmm. and that's that when it comes down to and who the person i like listening to talk about film if i'm gonna and say what you will but quentin tarantino is a nerd Lo- love him though and he's like if because uh, I, I know nothing i know nothing about acting and i i'm it's like, but and then you listen to film. I exactly, and I'm like, well, what? And then you hear someone break down. Well, here's how we got to that. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And then you hear Joaquin Phoenix, and you're like, do you like acting? Uh, right? <laughs> Don't even or, talk to me about him. I have such mixed. Are you sure you like <laughs> acting? I love I, him. I loved him and started hating him as soon as he put. I don't care if it was a joke or whatever. <laughs> as soon as he put gum. 
on the bottom of David Letterman's table. Oh, that was part of his movie, but it still made David Letterman upset because he thought yeah. it was real. In the disrespect, I doubt he even came back to apologize. <laughs> he did. He came back on the show and he checked to see if the gum was still there and it was gone. Of course it wasn't. Some cleaner removed <laughs> it for him. They were like, eBay, <laughs> eBay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it just... Yeah. The, uh, that whole, but you know what? I've kind of moved on past that because he has grown. <laughs> well, it was the whole thing he did for what is it? I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where there was, oh, was going to yeah. be the rapper, and I was like, I wish you weren't still here. By the end of it, oh. I was like I hope he went and swam down that river <laughs> off oh. the waterfall. <laughs> I the one that tur- that made me kind of pay attention. Well, they're they're obvious. No, the, uh, <laughs> an interview with Terry Gross. Is he gets like frustrated with her questions, and she it's like does have and she's annoying. she does. I would be. I it's hard to. I I really have a hard time listening. Me too. To her. But she asked a question of like, a, just a general like, how did you get into that role for, or how did you get into that headspace for this role for the master? He's like, nobody cares. Oh that was God. his answer, and she was like, a lot of people care. That's how you make all that money is people go watch your movies. He's like a yeah. guy that's been yeah. blessed so, with this amazing gift of acting but, and he's almost like he ugh, goes jaded. through these ways of thinking. <laughs> he's just jaded. He is jaded. Is that what he it goes is? Or it's movies. or it's fucking emotionally damaging, like playing those roles yeah. and getting into oh, it that deep yeah. and then having to come out of it yeah. and be a totally different person. Normal. People yeah. asking you questions like when your whole life is built around like Playing, playing intense fucking roles Isn't like the, the master. Now? Yeah, he's yeah. playing the new Joker. He looks fucking sweet in it. Um, mm. But uh, mm. I'm skeptical. I'm so skeptical. skeptical. Yeah. Of that. I was yeah. skeptical of but Heath Ledger I, as the Joker. I just need to know that you guys have all seen Barry on HBO. Oh. Yes, I've seen the oh, with, first. Uh, with um, Bill, Hader. Bill Hader. I haven't finished no. the whole season. I have it, two episodes or something. It's but so good. It's the, really their great. depiction it's of acting class yeah. is so awesome, and I feel like and he's totally, yeah, yeah, he's great. a hitman oh that takes up acting classes. Oh my god! And, and, and Henry Winkler, as they describe it, a low level hitman. Yeah, and Henry Winkler is like you're never. It's so incredible. Barry, it's on I, HBO. Yeah. I think it, it shows you some of the the interesting things about like acting class in general. It's oh, your the crazy. techniques that they teach there do help you do all of this stuff, and at the same time, it's so silly, and it feels like it's not necessary. I know, to but a certain it's so degree. therapeutic. But yeah, exactly, and it's teaching you to do all these different things. But yeah. when you pull back just a little bit. It feels a little silly, even how necessary. Like honing a craft, is is just like anything else. But it, there's some silly things actors do, and and to yeah. think yeah. that like you're like, oh, other actors getting Academy Awards are doing this kind of stuff. It it makes it feel very that's a, goofy. That's so fascinating. But it's still yeah. Well, it's real. So my question would be, <clears throat> in your guys' classes and all that, like, did you ever run into someone where you're like? Just pure, like they don't need to be there, but they're there just because. Um, you're talking like, to them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But I'm like, we don't need these classes. We're, we're just, so good. We're here to help you guys. <laughs> uh, fair enough. <laughs> that's that's a good answer. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> oh God, she makes me laugh. <laughs> you're like gay for each other without yeah. being gay. <laughs> 
I, I just think it's a it's a funny community because if you're doing well, you are not there. Like you're right. not at an acting class if you're working. What I've noticed right. is the most talented people in class. That's why I'm like, hmm, is are the ones that uh rarely do you see them yeah. being the ones that are getting picked up by agents yeah. or getting you know it's the ones that are like. Totally basic, disconnected. Because um, it's all for looks. Because they can sell yeah, the easy. It's, it's the like easy part. The easy. They have a good headshot. They can barely deliver their lines, though. You know, mm. that's why I'm like, what do they do when they get to the job site? Like, where they have to actually see the lines on camera. But that's who you see make it. Like these kind of duds. Like I went to class but with. Like, it's easy to sell them. Look at Madeline though. She was like hilarious. Yeah. yeah. She's doing good though. Yeah, she's doing really so good. So we yeah. had this this classmate in in or this friend and whatever and cla- classmate, whatever. <laughs> class. Class, classmate. She sure. started she had, but before then she had her blog and so she would do like comedy through her written blog and like some videos through YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Um, And then she when Instagram came around, she got onto Instagram. Now she has like what, like I'm checking I don't even want to fucking know. Like, she had like three hundred thousand followers on Instagram or something, like just doing comedy videos. Two hundred nineteen thousand comedy videos. Yeah, just okay. doing she's, comedy. She's pretty funny. Yeah, she's hilarious. I actually, it's funny. I have a friend from New York City that messaged me because he knew I was friends with her uh-huh. to try to get her information because he moved out to LA and wanted to go on a date with her, and I was like. <laughs> yeah, sure. Get right on that. Yeah, no yeah. big deal. Yeah. yeah, that's uh my claim to fame. <laughs> yeah, cool. Shit. Oh my god. Great job. Yeah, that's that's bold bold on his part. I know. Hey, hey, like, hey, more I power to you. Yeah. Yeah. But um, she so she she's, she, she's made it. Yeah. Like she's she's <laughs> She literally now she doesn't work. She she gets she's she the, gets, the dream of a working actor mm-hmm. that we've all yeah. had. Yeah. And it's like it's yeah. I'm so I'm happy for her mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, I know her. But at the same time, but you're like, a little jelly. Fuck. Little jelly. <laughs> That's the she life just, like, I she wanted. Has little, her videos, everything that she does is very like self-deprecating, but like but funny and pretty witty. Okay. And uh, which everyone loves self-deprecating now, humor, especially if you're what, a hot chick. So for people listening, how can we find them? Find her on uh, on Instagram? Would you? Oh say? yeah, Madeline or, Byrne. Yeah, Madeline mm-hmm. Byrne. How do you spell Madeline last name? Byrne. B y y r n e e. Okay. What a fucking asshole. We'll give her. We'll give her. She's got a podcast too. We'll give her some more. Yeah. We'll give her a pass. Who does Like, come on. That's not how you spell burn. Yeah, that's a burn Ooh, on a burn. That's a burn on burn. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. So continue the education for me and the listeners on acting. And do you guys, Gabby? I'm I'm gonna pick on you a little bit. Why aren't you taking acting classes? So it's Still. expensive. Um, it's why sucks. aren't you putting videos on YouTube? I know. I know. We've been. We've why been don't you and Allie get to? For, why forever. Don't, yeah. Because we talk about it, we but we don't do it. <laughs> so, so what's holding you back? We should do it. Ugh. It's what? like Literally it's nothing. getting. We put it's on just, a dance video on YouTube. That was. But it's the getting together. It's the filming. It's the editing. Which honestly, we could cut all those things. Just fucking do it. We need to. Just but I think we out. just hold ourselves back yeah. from um, actually doing it. I would even just say like. For for me, the one thing that always holds me back is I want more budget, so that I can make it look really good. Yeah. But 
we were just talking about this, like doing yeah. something just in your closet yeah. that doesn't look good. Exactly. Quality will still shine through. Yeah. People can still recognize when something is good, even if it was used, if it was recorded like shit. Yeah. It, it's like, oh, well, this is still a really fucking good song. Exactly. And they'll give you money to make it better. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the, it's that, a risk. It's just I, I definitely need to, there I need to get, it, get yeah. over that part of me that's like, uh, well, like, this could be funny if it, would, like, looked really good, but half of my favorite YouTube videos are old, shitty, right? yeah. like, recording. Yeah, But if it's funny, it's funny, it's or funny. if it's exactly. good, it's good. Your, your quality is, is going to be looked over if it's good. Correct. And like, glaring example, I'd love for all of us to have mics and headphones and in a, <laughs> like, Joe Rogan style but it's like <laughs> i don't have that right now but i'm not doesn't stop me mark yeah, maron's exactly. garage is way cooler right it is yeah. way cooler <clears throat> way less bitterness <laughs> in this we're not as bitter as he is not yet <laughs> not, not yet i'm working but on this it this is the beauty yeah. of cats though huh? we're almost there on the cat road how many we have two now we got one cat Oh. Here. <laughs> my, my cat's roaming around the neighborhood. Really? Yeah, there's, there's a couple I outside. Like that we're all cat people. <laughs> yeah, we're all cat people, That's actually. Good. Um, but cats. it's because uh, grassroots productions are what usually, it, it just kind of always starts that way, usually. And there was um, a few. Hashtag Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Grassroots. Um, but. Uh, Hello, Bernie. Like after college, I was I my internship after college was for a cinematographer because I loved film and I wanted to get into like film production. Mm-hmm. And um, our first we did a documentary and the first one was on the um, I don't think oh no Hen- this is how I met Henry for the fashion shows oh, at Native Robin Chilton literally oh. yeah for Robin Chilton literally this is why I love the beginning the introduction is. with Johnny Kenny. The introduction of it is, uh, you know, like these, these, the runway was a bunch of bath mats. The, the design sucked. Like they weren't great, but you made something out of nothing and people came out and you enjoyed it. And some girls, you know, continued on to keep like ignited their passion for modeling or they yeah. kept doing yeah, what Jasmine it was. took off. Yeah, exactly. And then like we did this documentary, even the documentary was like, we made some, the actual film was made out of nothing. We just put a bunch of pieces together, but it creates like this really beautiful movement around. You don't need a big budget. You don't need a big studio. You don't need be awesome to have a lot of it money. It really helps sometimes. Yeah, it does help for sure. But, but it's true. You like, if you really want to do it, you'll do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's like, I do want it. It's like me. I write screenplays and I want to make them. But How? I don't have the money to yeah. make them. So my next goal is to either find someone to make them with the money the or o- sell them. The other way to do that, which um, our friend Cameron uh, succeeded with, enter it into contests. Screenwriting That's what contests. I was actually thinking about Ooh. doing last week. He won um, first place for one of his sci-fi ones and it ended up getting picked up and then got fought over in studio limbo and didn't get made. And then he won another contest for one and it is getting made wow so it's just like at a certain point you can put the scripts in the hands of all the right people but uh like an award-winning script like like has a certain luster Um, i'll I'll ask him and i'll I'll, I'll give you the information is that that's what the long hair yeah Oh yeah, Cameron he Ma. directed He's from the. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He directed a music video that I was in. Oh, you photographed. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, that's that was what my next thing was. Is I was just competitions. That's what I was thinking last week. That came to me. And I was like, I need to start looking into this. And it's like it sounds really lame and far fetched, almost to like submit an entire script for something and have somebody read it and have the right people read it to like place it high enough. That almost but, seems I like totally. But, was. It, so but it works. Scary and too, at the no. same time. And it's it's not doing anything by sitting there. Yeah. And if you yeah. can't get it into more people's hands or if it's even then if it's not getting made, it's an it's a great alternative. You're like, well, let me put it out there, see how it ranks mm-hmm. and and start on something else so I can at least move on. Like I've completed this like because you can complete a book and send it to a publisher and they'll be like, yeah. no. And then you're like, well, I'm going to self-publish it. Yeah. <laughs> but you like a screenplay is something that you, not everyone has the ability to just be like, oh, well, I'm going to make this movie now. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm just going to crowdfund like millions of dollars yeah. to yeah. make something that's, yeah. yeah. And all of mine seem to be based in like a place where it's going to be expensive to film. <laughs> but, but also. No. <laughs> I, I think the other <laughs> the other good part of that is when you put yourself out there like that, whether or not you win, um, somebody somebody's gonna putting s- yourself out there is the hardest. Somebody's gonna see, see that. that. I'm not. I want that point. Like, I need I'm that. Like, point. Just take it. Just but someone do something with it. I don't do even it. care. I know. Either pay pay me for it or take it and do something. I, I give I, back. I, okay. I was just gonna say. I like, I think even if you don't win. Somebody's going to see your name and read your script, yeah. and they're going to be like, well, we need 10 writers for the new Lego movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like, I liked what you were doing here, and I think you could work on this team with us. That's like, incredible. So That's the, those, are, those are the other parts of writing, and like, um, McElroy's um, are doing their, they landed roles in the new Trolls movie by just literally making a podcast called The McElroy's Will Be in Trolls 2. <laughs> <laughs> and they bullied their way into the movie, and it's incredible. And they just the new one they Why were talking they with. Such a... Oh, because they hate trolls, but no, they oh. love it. They love it. Please don't take them out of the movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they so they were just talking with one of the screenwriters. She's like one of eight people writing the movie, and they're like, <laughs> "How did you get this role?" And she's like, "It was a lot of days of sitting outside DreamWorks, just crying and asking for a job." <laughs> and I'm sure that's an exaggerated thing, but. It's like it? sometimes, I'll do it. sometimes <laughs> it's I got like, no shame. <laughs> it's, it's the people putting themselves out there that yeah. are actually going to get the opportunity, <laughs> not the people waiting for that opportunity. No, it's come. true. The it's more you push on the gates, the more the gates will open. Yeah, that's true. Like, one honestly. at a time, ladies. One at a time. Yeah. <laughs> a very true. similar like, pitch. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's like. I mean, that was how I got my first job. It was like, or not like first big career job was like emailing them my resume didn't hear back kept nagging them yeah. until they finally were like yeah you know come in for an interview and then I got the job but it yeah. was like it was nagging and constant nagging for me yeah and, that's what and they were like we're sick of you bitch that's <laughs> yeah. the job honestly though that's yeah Ow. Jesus. Ow. That, was, that was that's frightening oh. outrageous <laughs> outrageous but yeah putting putting yourself out there is the most frightening thing and i now realize that because i finally did but thank you henry because it happened because you forced me to um i did my first stand-up comedy routine and i so glad you did that that's i was terrible but i fucking loved it no you weren't terrible i i know she was terrible she said that and i'm like there's no way because she has such a presence (laughs) Yeah. When you walk up, it's just like, and you can talk in your normal voice, and like people will laugh. 
You know, some people <laughs> have like, I have to have an accent or something or make yeah. a weird face for yeah. people to laugh. Like you have, you just have that you about also you. And you have funny things to say. Bender, what did you deliver. think about Gabby's stand-up? You, Eric, you were there, right? Oh, people. yeah. It's, it's like, relatable. Um, I, it was bad. <laughs> no. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. But I was thinking, I was like, if she, and this is just me observing, I was like, you're fine. Now, you, if you just put a little more prep into it. Oh, totally. I was so, I was, you saw, I was shaking. Yeah. I was yeah. so Everyone. nervous. Yeah. But the beauty is that I, I have, I haven't. I don't think I've ever felt that from nerves in a very, very long time. You're wrapping yourself in a blanket. I was freezing (laughs) because I think my whole body temperature dropped to like 50 degrees. But I was so, it was frightening yet really invigorating because there's some, it was way outside of my comfort zone. Even though I've had dreams for years of doing stand-up comedy, it was so outside of my comfort zone. But wow. So now. It was like therapy. Right. So now, and, you, and I remember that's how you felt when you did your poetry. That was how I felt with my poetry, and that was also how I felt doing karaoke. But it was like things that I love doing, but scare the shit yeah. out of me. And if I did them a lot, I would be really comfortable at yeah. it. And um, that, that's stand up is this. It's Timing. it's different Scary. though. It's like Whoa. I mean, there's all these stand up is one of those things that I'm like I have so much respect. For anyone who goes up on stage, I, because, and I, I accidentally took a stand-up comedy class in LA. I thought it was a comedy writing class oh, and like, <laughs> I'd already paid for it and signed <laughs> off and I'm like at the end it. of class, they're like, all right, so make sure you write a little thing for your two minute stand-up next week. And I'm like, stand up. <laughs> What's that? And then. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, and that's how I realized I really shouldn't be doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> but some people are just made, yeah. like, yeah. I, can nail it. It is this man right here, Henry Bruins. I was going to say, Henry's a natural up wow. there. He hosts the open mic portion, yeah. and it's, mm-hmm. it's... You are so good. Like, this is the dream of anyone that gets into acting or improv. Like, we would do improv. I would, ter- I, uh, I, my, I would be so rusty right now to go just off script and like go on something from the audience or something that I loved. Like there was a glass that broke at the brewery and then you came up and you talked about the glass and in my, cause I'm about to go up. So I'm I'm just like extra observing. You're you're literally bringing back the one part of the night that I (laughs) fucked up super bad (laughs) because I had a full joke that I was about to tell. But it was so great. And then a glass broke and it shattered who I was as a person. (laughs) But that was pro to me. I was like, "That's a wow. funnier part yeah. of the show than like, you, than you, and you admitting that you're like, I had a great joke, but now my whole personality is shattered." And I was like, "That's that that's good too." You like perfect, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. That's when I was like, Henry should be doing this for. Sorry, I just punched the yeah. table. Henry should be doing this professionally forever, and because it's so hard for some yeah. people. To just riff off of something that whoa just happened, and then you improv and you make That's it so awesome. Fun, though, like you know, I, oh, I, why is everyone freaking out? That? When, it works, <laughs> when it works, it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it was one of the things that I was like, I wish like someone could just video us or record us, and we're like at Costco or like walking through Trader Joe's. 
because the things that we bounce off of each other, like it's just like that stupid, yeah. like just banter back and forth. Mm-hmm. That stuff's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So, so the challenge then is film stuff. Try and well, not even that. Like maybe do that. Right. See if it, it works. Write it but, down. But write it down and and not and you're like yeah. it's in the con- it's like it doesn't matter the context. So just write it down. So just write so write just it down. Do voice record. Go on record. Yeah. Anytime we go do something. Yeah. yeah. Leave Although, it on the whole time. You know, you know how much like if you go hang out for two hours, you have two hours worth of stuff to comb through and yeah. find the yeah, good Oh things. baby. That's that's rough. I've tried to do that once before, and like it's like, oh man, like I'm not as funny as I think I am. But no, but sometimes there's something that happens unconsciously that if you press record on something and you know that it's there, that I can't remember the name. There's there's a, a an effect, a name for for the sensation. You just totally change. Even Same if you just forget about it, you just you just. It's not as natural as it would come exactly. if you were, you know, not recording. So it almost has to happen like. Totally secretly, someone's yeah. doing it. Well, it's like if a camera's out, you start quasi posing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like all those. You see things. it happen when yeah. people register a camera. If you're a different camera watching the person that's registering this other camera, it's so. But funny. like, but that's just for my own protection. Like my mouth is open half the time. I look like I'm just staring godly at something. <laughs> like I, if the camera's out, I'm like, oh, close your mouth. Like raise your eyebrows. So you're having a good time. <laughs> Open your eyes. Shoulders back. (laughs) And that's, but that is a really good exercise to record yourself in the stand up comedy class. They did make us record ourselves. Yeah. And it, I listened back to it last week. I I was going through, I was like, oh, what's this? And clicked on it. I'm like, oh my God, it's me telling this story (laughs) in class. And the things you could tell when I thought I would get a laugh. And oh, I yeah. didn't get a laugh. I want to oh, hear that. And then you would see, but then I would get a laugh somewhere where I didn't think I was going to get a laugh. And then from that, I learned my, and then you would hear what people would talk to you about after you do your thing. But it's interesting because my comedy came from when I was like making a funny face or impersonating somebody, which is not when I'm telling my story and like, you know, doing that, yeah. that's when I get my laugh. Not when I said the funny line, <laughs> you know, because it wasn't. That's because I feel like you're really naturally so good. You have these expressions. And it, yeah, these, if you're naturally so when you try to be yeah. funny, it's like yeah. overdone. Yeah. Yeah, when it's like I'm saying the line, it's like, well. <laughs> Even your <laughs> reaction like to that. your own joke can be the funny part if the joke if right that's, yeah yeah and there's well, it's like people that like if you laugh like my favorite on snl is watching them crack up at each other oh my at themselves so at each good. other jimmy oh fallon my God. <laughs> <laughs> <That's so laughs> after all it's like you're doing this on purpose it's the stefan one too and he's like oh well, that's so that's my favorite <laughs> because in in the stefan skits which are all written by john mulaney Mm-hmm. Um, he, <laughs> I he, didn't know that. Yeah, so he, he created that character, and he they're holding up cue cards for them to read, and John Mulaney would always sneak in at least one new joke every night that Bill Hader would have to read on the spot. Oh, my And gosh. so it's just a new ridiculous fucking thing that he's never seen before. So that that one, at least, they're, like, fucking with him a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and it's so funny to see the genuine, like, laughter. He just breaks, and he just, it. like... Because, yeah, he has to say it, and it's yeah. a brand new joke for him. So the other ones where it's like, yeah, if somebody's playing a really funny character, 
I fucking love that because it's like, all right, they've been doing this all week and it's still fucking hilarious yeah. to them. That's awesome. But I, I love those even more because it's Bill Hader seeing a joke for the first time and yeah. having to deliver it really well. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's so good. Oh, I didn't know that. That's funny. Yeah. John Mulaney's hilarious. I love that guy. John Mulaney's the best. He is my spirit animal. I oh, know that's <laughs> offensive. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, he's an animal. No, John Laney is an animal for sure. Oh, hello. No, it's that. Well, it it all comes back to the. And I was listening to Joe Rogan today talking about taking yourself. And he always punches this point into most of his podcasts. And after a while, you're like, I fucking get it. But (laughs) it is a good reminder of like, take, do something hard. And do something that makes you really uncomfortable because it you are a better person after that, and you're like, and it, it you're learning like about better yourself. Than all of you after I did well, well, <laughs> well, but it is. It's well, it's no. true. It's like you're, and it's you're better what, than your previous what's, self. What's yeah, funny exactly. to me, Gabby, is that you you sing in front of people and you're not oh. that nervous. So what what was different? There's no instruments to hide behind. There's no music behind. There's no music to hide behind. Yeah. If I fuck up a lyric, or so if you're usually not funny. some people, yeah, you're not trying to make something. people laugh. Yeah, and uh, and, and it's, it's be- so much pressure yeah. to. But then if you have to make people, and you feel that you have to, yeah. Oh my god! And then like for me, the thing that I was nervous about was like remembering, and I had problems with it just yeah. because I was so. So, so nervous. Oh. I was shaking in my sandals. God. It was awful. Yeah, I have a hard time with remembering if I'm up on stage and I'm really nervous. I'm like, my brain. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think the thing that scared me the most that I'm doing now is hosting the thing. Because Gabby asked me if I would host the show. And I was like, yeah. I didn't ask you. I told you. I can fucking do that. And then week three, I'm like... I'm out of written jokes. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, it's going to be every week. Got to make up enough jokes and for, you are for the entire it. show. You are killing it. That's great, though. Look, Louis C.K. making up new jokes. Good well, job. it's, it's, yeah, well, maybe don't compare me to Louis C.K. <laughs> please. Oh, what? It's fine. I, no, <laughs> I, I mean, I asked for permission, but I wait to hear it <laughs> first. Um, no, I, it's, it's, it's a super big challenge, but I think it's, like I catch myself being just quicker in general because yeah. I'm you're having to come up the with adrenaline. I'm super proud of you. Like you're you're you are just oh man. Please you blow don't, my mind. Please don't stop complimenting. <laughs> <laughs> keep it coming. Keep it coming. And that's awesome to know to have that essence and to have that the suave once you get on stage. Like that's incredible. And it's important. and it's not there every week. And the, like but... you still you still tell jokes and people don't laugh where you want them to. Sometimes yeah. you'll be setting up a joke and people will, will laugh and you're like, that wasn't the, the, the funny line. part for me. Yeah. Here's the punchline and then everyone's like, okay. But yeah. exactly. And so you it's but it's about committing to your yeah. jokes where you see some people like give up the agency of what they're trying to convey is funny where somebody's going to midway through a joke hear the audience not laughing and they'll literally give up on the joke and they're like oh no that one's not funny I'm going to move on yeah and that's just a bigger disappointment because if you fully commit to something and you like 
go through till the punchline at you the end of it. You have to. Yeah, you can't just give up. While the audience isn't laughing at you, and then you can just, like, you're in control there. Like, everyone is at your mercy, essentially. It feels like you it's the opposite. You gotta enjoy the bomb but, if you're bombing. But, yeah, if you're yeah. bombing, you have to, like, you're just like, like, okay. Commit. You just commit. <laughs> and and that that's where it, like, starts to pay off, yeah. I think, is when you're, like, you know what you think is funny, regardless of the audience because then it can be a battle or it can yeah. be a relationships that you're like trying and to figure out who they are it's just a, a fascinating that's why i thought thing. that that line about the glass breaking and how you shattered that's why it worked so 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 well it was i just i was i'm still blown away by how like perfectly seamless that that fit in well and it also shows your wit you're exactly. quick. Mm-hmm. A lot of, if it maybe if it was somebody else, they would have been like, "Oh, that's distracting." And it's like, "Yeah," and, <laughs> but you were like, "Ah, oh, that just shattered my whole self." <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, that, that's good." That that little wit, quick wit, man. It's. I don't know if you have you have you guys uh, listened to the Joe Rogan podcast with Jay Leno. No. It is one. No. Of, it's only like an hour and a half, and it is a fascinating podcast. Like it's he's just so. He's just, he seems like a really nice, cool guy. Well, he's, rich. he's rich, bitch. Yeah. He does have a lot of cars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah he collects chin. a lot of cars. Uh, I've been there, they're so rad. Yeah. Oh my God. He was talking about, you know, like he started, like, it, what, maybe, what, how long ago did stand up comedy truly start picking up? Like Le- 20 years Lenny ago? Lenny Bruce? What? No, what? Yeah. What? No. A little longer? Whoa. So, well, he was Come on, you got some stand up to listen to. Third, well, he, no, so he was Standard talking about how forever. in a city, I think it's in a certain place, like New comedy York. wasn't really. It wasn't really the thing. No, People LA were it to started comedy. picking up like 20, maybe it 30 was, years ago. Yeah, York it was, was like the root of I got, you, I, I got some learning to do to you. Maybe it was. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what it was, but it, he was talking about, you know, was watching these great comedians come for, from yeah. small private shows at a, at a you know, small yeah. spot or something. Um, but someone that he really talked about was uh, Seinfeld, mm-hmm. and these could like Seinfeld um, prepares. He come. He says. He says this line is like watching Seinfeld is so fascinating. You can see jokes forming in his head every five right. six seconds of something, and he's an um, yeah, he's an, and that's the thing about comedians. It's observing. Uh, comedians observe life. Yeah, mm-hmm. just observation. Yeah. yeah crazy it's really beautiful yeah and some are better than others Mm -hmm. and some it's like you can observe but you might not be able to deliver that right yeah yeah or make it funny or make it if you're not funny you're a detective that's right or you you should be i'm good at observing things so i'll be a detective yeah or a comedian also detective pikachu Next year, it's a live-action Pokemon oh movie God, where Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is the voice of Pikachu, and it's going to be the most amazing. Do thing you understand? So should we name the next play Pokemon, Pokemon Go? No, oh one at a time. One at a time. One <laughs> yeah. I know it's sad. Was hey, the other day. hey, Allie, no yeah. side conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you the hairy eyeball right now because <laughs> as much fun as it is for you, like listening, it's like nah. <laughs> Share what you will be. Conversing with. 
You just did. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take my plate away. Don't take it personal, but I want to know what you're talking about now. Because let's talk. What, what, what were you saying about? Oh, could you not hear me? No, I couldn't. No. I, I could hear saying, two of you talking. People still play Pokemon Go. Oh yeah, that is a thing. There is a there so was a, an update that just came out that people are very excited about. I I don't play it. I just read an article. Please believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I work in Palo Alto, where it's like tech hub, and there are like Pokemon gyms, gyms everywhere. everywhere, and there's people I see playing it on the daily there. And I thought it was gone for a while, but no. It's still happening. Yeah. There's still Pikachu's invisible running around us. <laughs> well, I still capturing. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't. I honestly thought it was gone too yeah. because okay, that dude yeah. walked off a cliff. Maybe that would be oh, like. Yeah, we should probably not have that. Somebody found a dead body like around here. Yeah. Um, oh, when they were playing Pokemon. That's right. Oh, what? just he was walking. He and he's like walking oh. in that's the, right. like and went into like a creek area gone. and found a body. So he's like, well, I guess it's in the benefit of the police that they're yeah. like, all right, we'll I keep did... this shit around. Like yeah. a little Darwinism, a little bit yeah. of detective work. Yeah. <laughs> like heart and darkness. In he's there. like, Cast the irony is that the first guy is the <laughs> like guy that fell off the cliff. <laughs> so the guy, um, the other comedian that went up on Thursday, it was his first time too. He said that he lost over 60 pounds Who? because of Pokemon. Uh, yeah, that's wait, an pretty good, incredible wait, Connor, Yeah, Connor the Golden Boy yes. or whatever his name was? Yeah, there was this other stand-up comedian. He went up. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's the routine. Um, he <laughs> said that he, he lost over... <clears throat> Uh, like a lot of weight playing Pokemon Go. I don't know if he, I. I think that's just a joke. He he said that. <laughs> yeah. Say that. Like yeah. they're like, oh, that'd he be was a funny joke. His routine. But oh, he wasn't. He he no, seemed like seriously. a very nice fellow. Oh. He was dating what what appeared yeah. to be a sixty year old an and was talking about his son. And I was like, you seem like you're twenty five. Like I don't know. I have no idea what has happened. What. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know who so you confused. are. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> it's your first time doing this? Okay, for sure. Let's do this. He said his name was... Um, yeah, I remember. Connor, blah, 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 blah. The golden boy, the boy you never want to come home with. Can uh, we abbreviate that? I have no idea. Connor, B, 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 B. Gosh, that's funny. And that's kind of the fun, too, of going to open mic. Like, if there's an open mic portion, and as an audience member, I'm like, I'm I love comedy, so I'm like, I'm gonna give them the respect. Yeah, I'm gonna listen. Exactly. I don't I don't heckle, I don't boo, no. I don't say as much as I want to participate. It's like this is a monologue. Mm-hmm. And, and they that, work hard on it. Like, go, let's hear. And sometimes but it is and I can appreciate the pressure and nervousness you felt because it's like Wow. I can you can see it as an audience member and when no one's laughing and they're just like and it's like oh, I feel I feel pressure. for you I really feel for you. Uh, there's nothing more awkward than seeing a bad comedian or somebody who's lifting jokes. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah. It's not even bad. It's like it's like sometimes you just have a night that's off and like the audience is not receiving. Sometimes you could do the same set to a different audience. Oh, and I'm, it's received right. like so well. I'm and then totally. your nine o'clock set yeah. is like not receiving it well because they got too drunk yeah. and they want you to hurry up to the punchline. Yeah, totally. It depends. Well, and the the setting too. Bang the drum is pretty open and fun. Yeah. 
and I was like, a lot, and not to say some of it wouldn't work, but it, there is that you hit, listen to Bill Burr. He's like, I do. I he's like, Bill I grew Burr, up doing clubs, <laughs> clubs, yeah. and then going to alt rooms. Yeah. Why? Because clubs are lifting weights. Yeah. Because you got to build up that thick skin. You're gonna get booed. You're gonna get yeah. heckled in a club, and then you go to an alt room, and everybody wants to laugh. And yeah. he's like, "Those because are great." They're there for it. Right. Yeah. So we've experienced some like <laughs> like stick in the butt crowds. But at I was Drum. also probably a stick in the butt comedian. <laughs> 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 I like that you guys chose that. That's like the nicest stick in the butt. <laughs> that almost yeah. is worse than saying stick up the ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's I, not stick in the mud. It's, it's, it's stick the butt. butt. Stick in the butt. Stick in the butt. So it's you can't get out. Um, yeah, way, way more visual. I've, I've definitely had nights where it's like I'm sad, and I'm gonna make like I'm gonna yeah. like give you guys my sadness right now, and then like three three yeah. joke three jokes in though I'm like oh I have created a toxic environment. <laughs> like it's, but at the same time it's when people aren't like uh, you're making a mockery of yourself. And yeah. that's like the whole point. And so if they can't get on board with that, like my interpretation is that they are too like self-conscious about their own stuff. Like if they can't laugh at you trying to do this, if they think that you're just being sad and not trying to get laughs out of them, then they're dealing with some other shit. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Yeah. Or like, they're like, is he talking to me? How does he know I'm going for that? Or it's like, why is he telling us yeah. all this sad stuff? I'm like, because I want you to laugh at me. So it's okay. So I feel okay about it. Please laugh at me. Well, that was like one of the stand-up bits that I was like, because I jokingly like wrote like a bunch of stuff that I would write down. And one of the stand-up bits, it's like, it's it's sad. It's like pretty pathetic. And I was like, I wouldn't mind actually saying that up on stage. And then I just was like, I'm not going to perform it. But <laughs> I don't have I don't have good timing when it comes to that kind of stuff. But it was one of those things. It's like, it's so pathetic that it's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I have a whole new bit about it. <laughs> you have to find out what your audience perceives you as. Like, if they see you as that character, then they want they want that, yeah, except I'm, for the weird lady that didn't want it. Just a welcome mat. People so, walking all over. Yeah, see, that's a good one. So to tie that into People acting, like, is it the opposite then? It's like you're convincing them that your character is... Because it oh, seems acting, like... acting, you're just going in as a character. Yeah. With what Jay Leno I could go saying. in as a character in front of a stand-up mic. Well, that's what we yeah, all do. Yeah, Polar does. Totally. That's what we all she do. She changes and... It's like Medea. I don't. Who? I feel like I am myself oh. in front of a. See, and I feel like that's where, you, like, honestly, if I if I can give advice, I would make a character, even if exactly. it's a, an that's exaggerated version of you. Mm-hmm. I would recommend creating that because yeah. sometimes it's the honest thing. That's where people get self conscious is because it's so directly tied to them, exactly. and they are themselves. But like my stand up persona is me, but like. Yeah, a couple yeah. inches to the right and forward, like right. and it's like mm-hmm. just so like exaggerated enough that I can tell lies yeah. and joke about mm-hmm. like certain things that are happening to me, but in a different way. Yeah, where it's a it's persona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's very much me. <laughs> it's but like, it's like an anybody that knows me. Yeah, anybody yeah. that knows me knows that these jokes are like more than likely what I feel and believe. But, <laughs> yeah. like, but I also give myself that space to do more ridiculous things yeah. mm-hmm. and so even if it's if it's you having that little separation as it, from an actor's perspective like that gives you like your character mm-hmm. notes and like all these things that you don't just have to be honest your your character's honest 
so you can think about your intent and like all these other things like, like I'd have to change my whole outfit and everything like I'd have to wear costume to be comfortable behind the mic we all do a little have, bit though. yeah I think every the whole well, thing is it's singing. an act yeah. yeah. Singing is the same thing. People put on all these personas. The singing aspect even yeah. is a costume. Yeah. And then it's like, and then part the mm-hmm. a- the outfit that you're wearing, mm-hmm. you know, because you get dressed up whenever you go up on stage. It's like you get into that. Like, yeah. It's a what, how do I want to be tonight? Do I want to be funny and quirky? Or do I want to be sexy and sultry? Like, yeah. And it's, you know, that was really how it was point. when we used to go do karaoke all the time. I mm-hmm. loved dressing up because it was like, what am I going to be tonight? What character yeah. am I yeah, going to be? Yeah, totally. We were talking about But that. that's even most nights that I go downtown because <laughs> I dress up in character mode and yeah. I am yeah. a character. Just to <laughs> get am I going to be like I gangster be and wear sneakers and I can go like dance at library or am I going to be like <laughs> proper in heels and like look all cute and classy? Well, like, it's also everyone on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You're, you're creating that's a, a character. It's the branding. Yeah, it's yeah. A, life is a theater, and you're displaying a character. Thanks, Shakespeare. <laughs> Thanks, but that was actually one of the, the classes that I took in theater. Stage. I know. The world is your stage. But uh, have you guys seen Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's Miss. Wow. Miss. Is it Miss now? She's not married. I thought it was. I thought it was Mrs. I she guess they divorced. Um, <laughs> but when she meets that character. Oh, Spoiler alert, I don't know. But when she meets that character, that female comedian that dresses up in the fat suit. Who's the voice of she- Lois Griffin on Family. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh. She yes. is, and she was in, uh, oh, what show she, was, she was in. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking you about. You should know Mad this, TV. Henry. Yeah, on TV. Mad TV. Mad TV. She was so, on but Mad another TV. show, another show also. I don't know. Are you talking about the Jane, the girl? Yeah, Alex Borstein. Alex Borstein. Alex Borstein. She was Borstein. on. She was on Mad TV forever. Miss Swan. But she played the uh, gym coach. She's on the in show, show with the baby and the dog that drinks and oh, she's the fat man. Yeah, she's on a. Oh my god. Family guy. Family guy. No, it's another. It's a real. It's a real person joke. It's a real, real person, person joke. joke. Jesus Christ, my brain. It's a real person show. Oh, she was well, in Gilmore Girls for a while. Maybe it was Gilmore yeah. Girls. Anyway, so in the yeah, what's your point, guys? In the episode, Get she plays. <laughs> she's this character. She's a comedian that dresses up in character in a fat suit, puts on this super strong Bronx or Brooklyn accent, talks about being poor and this and that. And then you know, Jane Lynch is that actress. Jane Lynch, yes. Jane Lynch. Yes, she's a incredible. She's coming to Nova all the time. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Um, so she plays the her her she's a comedian that plays this character. For the lower class. For the lower class. Okay. It's very poor comedy. It's very yeah. um like slapstick comedy. You know, yeah. poor comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's stupid comedy. It's yeah. not it's like slapstick. It's like on tripping over myself and falling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Huh. Like Carson. how it used to be in like you know, yeah. the three stooges and stuff like that. Boy comedy. Um <laughs> she does know. <laughs> so then so Miss Maisel <laughs> So Miss Maisel meets her in real, like in you know, in real life without her playing the character, and she's this very aristocratic rich woman. She has servants. She doesn't touch anything herself. She doesn't step outside until one of her servants checks how the sun is yeah. in the day. And so later on, she submits. She is so opposite from this character that she created, and Miss Maisel. Uh, later on, uh, is doing a stand-up bit, and she is supposed to talk her up in order for her to get signed by her agent. But instead she starts saying like 
how this comedian is just a fake, is just a fraud because she's hiding behind a fat suit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, I forgot what we were talking about before this. I was going to say, <laughs> I forgot what you were talking about. Stand-up, I, I, comedy, I think, stand-up comedy and dressing into a costume. Yes. And like creating yeah. a character and then it's like, oh, I'm this person. Hiding behind a character exactly. in a costume. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Gabby, how dare you not know who Lenny Bruce is when he's in the show? Lenny Bruce? I'm terrible with names. <laughs> he's one this. of the characters in Marvelous Miss Maisel. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. it's okay. He's, a real, oh he's a real person. Yeah, but Miss Maisel was saying she should portray her own oh. self, and you know that was the whole. Yeah, yeah. That so, was really fun. but I'd also comedy is comedy. Or do you like Crashing? How do you like that show? Comedy's okay. comedy. I love Pete Holmes. He's one of my favorites. I yeah. love I... his. His podcast literally got me through some of the hardest shit. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Because listening to him uh, made you want to made you feel well, like you well, could was... do it for sure. No, not even do comedy. I was just like, I just love because him and I have a very similar emotional, like trajectory. Thought like we think the same about a lot of emotional things, and why? And that? I don't know the dude at all except through listening to him, and it's that's the beauty of his podcast is it makes me feel like I know him. Do you have a religious background? Like yes. Close to your mother or both? Uh, both. Yeah. Yeah. Then you would definitely. Like, so yeah, understand and his. Yeah. Exactly. So, oh, and so his that. comedy, the first time I ever heard him, and I forgot about him for years, but my brother and I fucking watched his special years ago. This was before he had a podcast. He had this whole bit about fun dad. He's like, I'll be the fun dad. Yeah. I'll wear those necklaces of candy and chew it <laughs> and then bite one in half and launch it at your kid's eye. I'm fun dad. Yeah. I don't have any kid, but like he was just, and I was like, that dude's fucking funny. Like he's got the, he's a huge, like wholesome, wholesome, yeah. funny Thanks. dude. You also brought Smiley, up a, you know. You also brought up a crazy point that is like why I do this is I want people to understand me and yeah. feel like mm-hmm. they know me, and this is one of the yeah. only ways I actually know how to do that. Yeah, still being yourself on stage yeah like giving something funny but i also like literally just bearing the shit that like i won't tell to close friends but i'll tell it in front of an audience yeah well and that's louis ck there's these comedians that do that there's the joke writers dimitri martin is really good at jokes he writes great jokes um and then there's hey, Louis Jerry C. Seinfeld. Right. He's, he great has some jokes. great jokes. But if you say, hey, Jerry, talk about your emotional state. He's like, no. Oh, yeah. I'm but good. if you yeah. ask Dave Chappelle to Dave, talk about Louis. Dave and Louis, uh, and yeah. that's where it's a lot of it's going. It's raw. They're, raw. It's raw, and they're like, oh, I'm, I know that. Like, That's people why people just, are drawn to that, because they're yeah. like, we just want people to understand yeah. us. And just like, if and we can leave you. on top of it. Which is like Fuck. hard to do. Which no, you know, dude. I, Fuck no, no. Don't say that. I, no, I love Brian Regan. I, I, was I say love Brian Re- Regan, and I'm like, you're comedy, and he, and it's so funny because people are like, what? You like don't cuss in real life? He's like, no, I, I say shit and damn. <laughs> and he, it's not about that though. It's like he's smart enough to deliver a great joke without. And and I find respect in that because I'd have to throw in cuss words too. Well, it, it just makes me feel but I, comfortable. The, be, yeah, the best I thing you can to. do for yourselves, <laughs> listeners and you guests, and go listen to his interview on Nerdist with Chris Hardwick, and they get him to do a dirty set on the podcast. Oh, it's wow! Fun. And it's 
I was like, things that, that he was. No, he's a pro, like he's a pro. He's like, oh, oh you want to hear me do a dirty set? Okay, and they're like, please, please do. You're talking about Regan. <laughs> talking about Brian yeah. Regan. I on, listened to that. One. Oh my gosh, it was great. That's like, when it, yeah, he totally it, got in it. Because you're just like, oh, you you can do both. Yeah. But you choose. He made a choice. He was like, yes. He's like the way I want to do it is. For me, he's like, it's more of a challenge to do it exactly. clean. And he's like, and then it just becomes clean after a while. He's like, I don't think about. And then you listen to old Gaffigan too. And he would throw fucks in there and shit. And it was still really funny because yeah. he's a fuck. That's the difference is they're just funny. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I don't really need. I could lose that word and it's still funny. It's like, yeah, that's. Yeah. That's, that's kind of. The they're the guy that can make a shitty key. recording in a closet and it. Because it's that good. Yeah. 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 She made a shitty recording in the closet. Oh, you made a shitty recording in the closet? <laughs> Just I don't kidding. know. He was talking about it. No, she... We all have made shitty recordings in the closet, let's be honest. Absolutely. Sometimes not even in the closet. Except, yeah. except it sounds like it wasn't shitty. It was, like, yeah. perfect. <laughs> but, yeah, it's really... And it's cool because he talked about one of his favorite yeah. uh, role models, <laughs> Richard Pryor. Yeah. And... But it's, like... And he was dirty and he was just time. But like he doesn't it's not like, oh I'm gonna be like his comedy and be mm-hmm. dirty and talk about that. I'm gonna make my own, even though this is somebody I looked up to. I wanna be as great as him, but I'm gonna do it my own way. So the, the yeah. featured comedian this last week, uh, Bang the Drum was his last stop before he recorded his special. And so he's recording it, uh, he recorded it last night uh, down at the Brea Improv, which is a big theater they mm-hmm. just built. But he was talking about, like, he had just done a set down in San Diego the night before. It's a bunch of 23-year-old fucking drunk college kids in San Diego. And he bombed. And he killed it at Bang the Drama. And he's like, this restored my confidence in my set. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all of my favorite old school performances and records were cut in venues about this size. Which I thought was really interesting that that was like, that was the type of room like yeah. fit like maybe fifty people in there. That's mm-hmm. like the ideal. like that's that was the environment that people would cut records in. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was really interesting. I've been thinking about it a lot and being like, so this is like, you it's you personal. can cut you can cut an, a, a special now and film it with like a stadium full of people because you want like thunderous applause. Mm-hmm. But when you can hear like the ups and downs in an yeah. audience, it like it feels more personable. And even I thought that was really awesome. Exactly. And even from the artist who's delivering it, he loves the small setting in the room that he's in. Yeah. And his his whole um, put into it is like even more special than if he was performing in front of a stadium. Yeah. You know? So it was super cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Johnny LaQuasto. Interesting. Um, oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, it's huge. <coughs> even for musicians, too. Henry Miller Library <coughs> and Big Sur. <coughs> the best, most intimate, I'm blow sorry, your Gabby mind is shows. dying of, <laughs> I am. Of, of consumption over here. <coughs> <but. laughs> My throat is dry. Not enough consumption. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, should we get into weekly inspirations? Are we at, at right about that point? <clears throat> yeah, we can. We can do whatever we want. Got <laughs> it. Right. You don't have any inspiration this week? Not yet. What about your friends? What, what about since the yeah. last time you've been on the podcast? Ooh, yes. Yeah. Uh, what did you say before? Oh, to get your um, script going. Your script well, going. no, it's just even something you've seen, an album that you're listening to, like something, something fun. 
Yeah, we always, yeah, we, so Jess, to fill you in, and so you're not like, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> we always, what the hell? What, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> Sam Hill. Um, we usually talk about, like, because it's a Monday, and so we talk about over the weekend, did, did you do anything creative or, or last week? And what were your inspirations? And share it just for listeners so they can be like, they might not have heard of this song or this movie or something to go check out and maybe get inspired as well. That's kind of what we do. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'll listen to your guys. Okay. <laughs> well, I've got it. a few, but yeah. yeah. Whoever wants to. Henry, do you want to start? Pressure's off. He's All like, right. oh, I got a list. Here we go. Well, yeah, no. Um, let's see. Well, yeah, I would say my first one is the TV show Homecoming. Um, it is on Amazon Prime. It is Julia Roberts' first TV show ever. Oh, that looks I started so watching. Great. And it's directed by Sam Esmael, who, if, if you're an E Corp fan like I am, uh, it, what he's is the E Corp. E Corp is the evil corporation. It's Esmael Corp, but it's it's his fake company in Mr. Robot. He was the creator of that show. And this show is fucking amazing. The cinematography is better than anything I've ever seen. The soundtrack is... Oh, the cast, everything. It's super good. Everyone should watch it. They're like 30-minute episodes, so you can fucking breeze through a bunch of them. I would definitely do that. Uh, Second thing, Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm going to spend like 80 hours playing that game and I'm not done with Assassin's Creed Origins yet. Both games made with terrible human suffering on the employee end, so I'm very conflicted as I play them, but um, we'll see how that goes. And then, um, (laughs) yeah, right? Uh And then... Oh, well, (laughs) whatever. You still bought bought the game. I I, I will finish. I don't want to make them not get paid for their terrible work. (laughs) Like, I would rather pay them some money for the shit that they went through. Um, But, uh, and then a song I've been listening to a lot has been uh, This Year by the Mountain Goats. Um, It's... um, yeah, it's a super good song. It sounds a little bit like a pop punk version of the Dropkick Murphys, like just without the Irish oh, bullshit. Really. Um, <laughs> and the the chorus is, "I'm gonna make it through this year if it kills me," <laughs> and I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are my my weekly inspirations. <laughs> Audrey, f- open your mouth for the first fucking time <laughs> yeah, on this podcast. That's okay. Keep she was she was keeping the animals calm and from yeah. jumping and. <laughs> Invading. Yeah, we had a handler this episode. <laughs> yeah, I am cool with that. You're the, yeah, you're the official the cat and dog wrangler. It was fun. Yeah, the literal whisperer, because yeah. you can't speak outside. <laughs> Watched him Please. eat part of his toy. It's all good. <laughs> literally eat it. Um, let's see. I've been listening to a lot of stand-up this week. Um, Louis C.K. in particular. Who did you show me uh, the Christopher other Titus, yeah, who am I've pretty much oh, listened yeah, to just about to yeah Bender. I have to thank for that. Um, I've listened to I think every single album this week. I think I maybe have a couple tracks left on one album. That's awesome. Um, he was fucking amazing. He's just the first comedian. Exactly. He's just the first comedian that kind of touched on some relationship things that I felt yeah. were similar, and it was. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of people, I feel like, can say, well, anyway. You, it was, you want to talk about therapy. It's dude, like, right? the yeah. dude's funny, and you're like, yeah. oh. And then his pointing out, like, 
don't groan. It's going to get worse. Right. But I'm going to make it funny. Right. And you're like, this dude's rad. Yeah. <laughs> All and right. Just how dramatic his marriage was. Anyway, hmm. I identified yeah. with a lot of that and it was, it's yeah. been, it's been good. Um, and then I got to go to Cambria this weekend and it felt so phenomenal to be out in the country again. It's been a long time and got to drive some off-road vehicles and get dirt in my teeth and nice. dust yeah. in my hair. And, and it's also fucking gorgeous. It's like beautiful. a ranch that leads up to the ocean just, is, is some yeah. make-believe shit that yeah. shouldn't be real. And then just be surrounded by dogs and goats and cows and I'm, that's my Sounds element. Rad. Yeah, it was great. Sweet. So that was good. Nice. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, and uh, you're drawing. Your, yeah, drawing. Uh, which one was the snake lady was really rad. Oh, thanks. Um, and then the woman holding the blind The blind heart. Hole in yeah. the loves a heart with the flowers growing out of it. Yeah. That was super People cool. People definitely need to that. follow you if they're not on Instagram, at Mama Beatnik. Like, your fucking art's rad. Thanks. I'm trying it to... It is. Yeah, my guess my Instagram's chop liver, ain't it? <laughs> no, I just yeah. never, I just never post on. No, you don't. You should post. <laughs> yeah, um, trying to yeah. come to life. So okay, so if you listeners, if you live in slow, go Thursday night watch comedy. There you go. There you go. Watch that's, Henry. That's a good plug. For me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Love you. Going bald. I need plugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gabby. All right, Gabriella. Me. So what? for music, um, I think Bender had showed you. I had show, showed you this. It was Alexandra Stalisky, and it's. Um, I Say think it one more time. Alexandra. Yeah. Stalisky. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of similar to my other this other artist that I absolutely love. That's Agnes Oval that I had shown you guys before. Yeah. But um, I love being able to draw to this and. I give so much respect and accolades and love to um, this girl over here. The, the listener, okay, there you go. I was like, the listeners can't see where you're I know, this. <laughs> I'm pointing to the right A lot of right girls of on me. the show tonight. <laughs> it's a lot of estrogen because, in Women. Like, she, Women, I, not I girls. don't know why it never clicked for me before, <laughs> but she says, like last week, she said, like, I. What was that you said? It was something like, I don't know. If I don't draw, I don't know how I'm going to be able to express myself. I was like, oh, <laughs> like you can yeah. express yourself. It's my only way to tell images. people how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah. People being like, oh, okay, back yeah. away slowly. Yeah. <laughs> and so I started kind of drawing a, a lot more where to the point of like just doing it a little bit yeah. every day is, yeah. wow, and it's a- so great. And Alexandra, Stiles, she's instrumental piano. Yeah, yeah. all instrumental. It's just, it's just, it takes you on a journey, like on a mental yeah. journey. It's, it's almost like. You don't need drugs to listen to her music. You feel like you're traveling through space. At least that's where my brain goes. You should listen to Chili Gonzalez solo piano too. That's one of my favorite albums. Chili Gonzalez. Chili Gonzalez is one of my favorite modern composers. Uh, Chili Gonzalez piano. Solo piano too, is my favorite album at least. Um, He was hired to write all of the the chord. Uh, the key changes in the new Daft Punk album. They Ooh. like had him like introduce <clears throat> certain notes into previous songs that would transition a group of songs oh that were an A into a group of songs that were in B. So he's fantastic. Oh, I love yeah. that. I love that kind of the kind of sounds that are a little more yeah. mystic and then mm-hmm. take you on a yeah instrument journey. Yeah, yeah. instrumental music is usually the 
easiest for me to like if I want to paint. It's because like lyric. Brain, it's cause, brain cause, juice. Because I will yeah. pay attention to lyrics, so it's it distracts me. But yeah, the, mm-hmm. the sometimes like the stuff. crescendos of the song can make you. I don't know if you're painting or you're drawing or something. You can just let yourself just go to the. Which it's funny music. that you say that because I can write better to other people. To hmm. lyrics of other people. It's okay. You're it's just a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> I already kind of figured that one out. <laughs> I've accepted that. Still get on my bad side. <laughs> I, I wouldn't dream of <laughs> Anything else? Gabba? Um, what else? Oh, I'm just going to keep... Surfing? Surfing, surfing with dolphins? Bender. Yeah, can we just tell, as a side note, our experience this weekend and how incredible, magical it was? Did I tell you yet? Mm-hmm. I ran, we, it, I ran it up to the studio heads. We're not allowed to say it. Allowed to say it. <laughs> we basically surfed with dolphins that were surfing in the waves with us. Yeah. It was, it was incredible. There were the first off, I've never seen the ocean in California. This clear mm. we were in a, in a giant infinite pool. It was, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. It was, I, I thought for a second, you're like, I've never seen the ocean in California. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? Yeah, what? <laughs> what? That's my first It was. Time. It was like a big, giant, private wave pool with yeah. with wildlife wow. in it. Yeah. Dolphins. There's so a little crazy. seal hanging out. It was crazy. Aww. That's awesome. It was crazy. I, Where did you guys such go? such a good feeling. Pismo. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, there was a school of fish, and they just... The first sign was... we. A bunch of pelicans started just dive bombing. We're like that—that's a lot of pelicans <laughs> dropping around us. If they miss and they hit us. And then we looked down because it was so clear, and you know, and we're like, "What is that?" It looked like a bunch of black rocks, like little lines. And we're like, "Oh, that's a school of fish." And then, sure enough, dolphins showed up, oh, a pot, and they wow. had a little teenager, all just above a baby. Like it was crazy, and they were right, you know, they were ten feet, feet away. Yeah, crazy. Oh, and at one point, so Bender special. took a wave, and there was one, not joking, no more than four feet, taking a, a dolphin no more than four feet, taking the wave with Bender. And I didn't it see insane. it, but I was like, I'm kind of glad I didn't, because I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, think, I think the state of California needs to sponsor us as a podcast, because it's just a group of struggling artists, <laughs> like, trying trying to make rent, and then yeah. we'll, like, occasionally be like... But there were dolphins. In my <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it was all worth it in that one moment. We live in paradise, man. By Shout me. out to California. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we live where you vacation. <laughs> we don't care if we're breathing in smoke and fire. Yeah. We, still want we to don't care if the rent is $2,300 yeah. for a closet. We don't care if we're breathing that fire because we're smoking that fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it is good. I like that. Yeah. That, a lot. that is good. But yeah, so that was another I Wow, just, it was just an awesome weekend. Yeah. So it was good. keep surfing, keep drawing, keep working on stand up comedy. Thank you, Eamon. Hashtag keep drawing. Yeah, hashtag yeah. keep drawing, Eamon. Yeah, Eamon messaged me this week and was being really supportive when I was feeling really Yeah. So another Eamon's shout out to Eamon. Eamon is the best human. So yeah. another shout out to Eamon. Thank you, Eamon. Amen. Amen. Um, Amen. Jess, special guest Jess, Jess. today. Jess, what what's been inspiring you lately? Music, movies, shows. Friends. Oh, I breeze through those shows. You just rip through them. Um. Yeah. Friends are inspiring. I love coming down here. But um. <laughs> down here. <laughs> but I love. Uh, 
You know, I love everything from the show Insecure. It's a great show. To, which it's really cool. She um, started writing this. She wrote a pilot, put it out there. And it got picked up. Got it picked up. Wow. HBO. They were like, make a few episodes. Yeah. And then, and you can see where they started. It was like. They're the acting, and her best friend is her best friend that she has mm-hmm. in the show. And you like can Brad tell, City kind of. yeah, but in, different from Broad City in the sense that these girls so they're aren't not trained white actors. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, well, but they're not trained. Neither are Broad City. <laughs> they're not trained actors, though. They're like, yeah, and you can see the uh, growth by yeah. this like third season that they're in now, That's where it's cool. like, ugh. That's awesome. They're like learning and writing and evolving their characters, and it's just it's really cool to see. And they're doing a really good job with it. Um, nice. But besides that, yeah, I, there's I heard about the homecoming show. Watched the first couple episodes. Pretty buck wild. It's pretty buck wild. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty visually it's entertaining. Any uh, any music inspirations for? That have helped you, like, inspire to write more songs or just pick up your guitar and sing more? So I'm a big fan of hip-hop. Yeah. I, Tell us. That's my Instagram, you guys. It's you all hip-hop. Now, now when it's you, hip-hop. Say, now when you say it. hip-hop, what do you mean hip-hop? So What's hip-hop to I, you? My Instagram, it's all hip-hop, means, um, like, love your creativity, love your true self. Okay. But when I say hip hop, like oh, I love hip hop music. I'm talking about rap hip hop. But what 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 does rap hip hop mean to you? I've worked I worked in the rap industry for a little while. I know I know some folks, and I love I love rap and hip hop. What do you what are you talking about when you are you talking about uh, tribe? Are you talking about souls of mischief? Okay, like what, so yeah. What's your what's your brand of hip hop? I'm from. The Dirty South. Oh. <laughs> so I ride with UGK and Lil Troy yeah. and like Bombi. Like, that's, I love it. But then I also love East and West Coast. Like, I'm a huge follower of Dre and Chronic, Chronic 2001. Yeah. And, uh, but, but recently I've been getting into female rappers. Nice. And there's a really cool one. Um, her name is hard to pronounce. It's Leek Ellie. L-E-I-K-E-L-I. And she's great. She's a little ghetto. Great voice. Um, but I've been listening to a lot of her. And then um, you guys were talking about instrumental stuff. Balmoria. All Balmoria, yeah. they're From Austin. Yeah, they're awesome. And they're really... I've been getting... If I just need a... How do you spell that? Zone out. Um, B-A... L-M-O-R-H-E-A. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, rad. Yeah, that's it. They're rad. They're really awesome. They're also very like parallel career, maybe later than Explosions in the Sky, both okay. from Austin. Yeah. But sim different. Similar. Balmaria is a little more, I would say, like somber. Yeah, whereas Explosions in the, sky. in the Sky can be, they can they're more orchestral. Like they have right. builds. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bell is like very like Melodic. flowy, moody. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like just it's good shit. Moody. That's a great. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, moody. Yeah. But it's good if you just need that as background. Jesus. Calming yeah. in the day, like yeah, yeah, it's great. Nice. Cool. Oh, I fucking broke my pen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> grassroots. It's a grassroots. Guess pen. you're gonna have to get that micron. <laughs> 
Look at it. Did it's crooked. Look at okay, it. It's I should take a picture of that and be like, the struggle. <laughs> the struggle in grassroots. It's still really, really, oh. really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, proof. I'll take a picture of it. I will. Hold on. Who is, uh, who did the. Jeez. <laughs> Ali should go next. Who did she for, is for, Forever in a Day? Forever in a day. What is, who was that rapper? Enya? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an Enya song. Forever Let me see. It was a remix. And uh, a day. Ellie Carter. Jesus Christ. Well, Henry's singing oh, to Big that. Crit. Big Crit. Okay. Do you listen to Big Crit? Okay, he's Big one of my what? Fa- Big Crit. K-R-I-T. Like short for critter? I have no idea. Probably. It's it's each one, K-R-I-T, are all individual ones. But if you like Southern rap, check out Forever in a Day by Big Crit or uh, most know, of his other stuff. It's, it is excellent Southern rap. It's so good. I love it. And I even, I love, I've realized I love instrumental hip hop too. Oh yeah, check out um, some Jay Dilla. There's yeah, some I love Jay Dilla. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love. New Jibbies, I mean, it's it's all it's all excellent. I'm, we'll have a conversation. Love about it. That. <laughs> Mick Jenkins, great. He mixes the southern rap with like this instrumental and which makes wow. it beautiful. Fucking so sweet. Yeah. And he like also raps about like politically challenging things. That's why I don't think he's as big as well, I want to hear about marijuana smoke and 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 them thoughts. So. <laughs> I want to hear about the purple drink and how you had to hide that in your trunk. Yeah. That's what made you get through. I mean, yeah. If you if you yeah. want a pint, you gotta call the doctor. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'll be leaning. It sounds like three six mafia. Yeah. 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 It was like. Because they're the only ones that matter in that purple drink shit. Scissorp? Come on. Oh, yeah. Come on. All right, we're going to have deep, heated debates about this. <laughs> I was like... Mm. <laughs> we'll wait for that one. All right, Allie, you're up. Allie? Uh, I don't know. So what's inspiring your screenwriting? What you've been watching? What you've been hearing? Uh, well, I actually need a movie now that I've watched. I went and saw the Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. <gasps> I want to it was awesome, but it was just, it's cool because now when I'm watching, I'm really focusing on like how it's done and like all the different cuts and like what they're doing because that's like all I can think about. Scene I look at it cinematically. Yeah, yeah. cinematically, yeah. Produce. And so I'm 70 pages into this one that I'm writing and I'm pretty sure it's going to be um, a long one. But it's like I switched up and now it's like this psychological thriller, but it's turning to the to be more of a thriller thriller. Mm. It's kind of fucked up. I didn't realize I had that in my head. But believe me, I've I've written jokes before that I'm like <laughs> like, oh this is funny and then I read it the next day I'm like, you're you're a bitter person. <laughs> like, you're, you're angry at this. <laughs> yeah, no, this is like there's like some scenes where I'm like, that's really, really messed up. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, all right. I, I had that in there. Awesome. Well that's cool. I loved that movie. It was excellent. Yeah, it was a really good movie. Um, he just did such a good job too. Um, yeah, yeah. Talk about acting. Yeah, music and was, singing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he didn't really sing. Singing for most of it, it it's him and oh, it was the they blended. Parts? They alone. blended. Okay. So, but, I've read articles both that go both ways on that. So his his first audition was singing in a recording studio in front of Queen. That's like mm. how he got the role. 
Which is also the most intimidating thing ever. Yeah, Henry, fill us in, fill the listeners in on how he came out to be, how he was cast. Oh, originally it was Sasha Baron Cohen. Originally it was Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, okay. So what happened there? For about five years. And then uh, they had a a mix of ideas on how uh, Freddie should be represented in things. I think the, the end production is fine. I think I didn't need like a, a tell-all in a biopic where like some people are really upset and so am I. I think Sasha Baron Cohen would have done a great job. I think Rami Malek did a better job than Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, interesting. Well, like, I don't, yeah. I and think he did. But it was like with creative. I don't think Sasha Baron Cohen would have been able to deliver the performance the that, that Rami Malek did. That's what I was mm-hmm. thinking the whole time. I'm like, I, because people are upset about Sasha not playing. I think it's because of the kind of story that he wanted to portray. He looks so much like not want Sasha Baron Cohen to do it. They were like, no. Yeah. And it was the whole thing. And like, I I know only what the tabloids have told me. But at the same time, like, (laughs) I saw the the movie and it was fucking good. And Rami Malek is still one of the best actors out there, which is why you should watch him in Mr. Robot and then Sam Esmail's version of Homecoming. He's incredible. (laughs) No, he's an incredible actor. And that's what, I mean, Queen is going to... So that's what they look at. They're well, gonna want the the, the whole thing of doing the Live Aid concert in uh, Wembley Stadium, that like big performance where he's in the that like is. wife beater mm-hmm. and he has the like armband mm-hmm. doing that was their first day of shooting. Wow. For that movie. Whoa. Whoa. I love how movies shoot like the gnarliest yeah. sex scenes first. <laughs> yeah. Or like the just get craziest scenes. But or like, let's just throw them in from, there. From the yeah. amount that that show was in the movie, you would not expect, like, for the, the complexity of their performance within just that scene, knowing that that was their first day of shooting, you know the like caliber of people making this movie mm-hmm. it's just so excellent and amazing that, you know, yeah that's another weekly inspiration everyone should go see Bohemian Rhapsody see fucking it. great movie I need to start getting back to I want to start going to the movies and seeing one movie a week because it's just so now it's kind of research you can't have it movie is. pass anymore it so always. bummer about that I know what happened oh. to movie pass I figured that that was too good on. to last yeah. Yeah. it was literally it a losing proposition they were betting enough people had signed on but enough people did but they were just betting on enough people not going to the movies and still paying a weekly fee yeah everyone was going <laughs> yeah because we all month. love going to the movies yeah. we only don't dude go I used to go every single Sunday in New York City this was years ago I used to go and every Sunday when it was cold in the winter and I just wanted a warm place to sit and I didn't want to be at home, go see three movies. Yeah. <laughs> I would just go movie up. It's so fucking expensive. Yeah. I spent like six hours and I'd get all like a bunch of movies that I wanted to see out of the way. Paid twenty bucks, saw them all, and I was like, fucking about. Yeah. That's awesome. But it was easy. I would just be like, yeah, <laughs> and you just walk over to the next. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Bender, what are your weekly inspirations? <clears throat> um, so. Serpent. Yeah, yeah nice. for sure being out in the water is always like, let me clear my head, go wear myself out, and then I can actually process what's going on and think about what's important creatively for me. Okay. <laughs> um, the podcast, obviously. Fucking pen. <laughs> um, maybe you, maybe you actually... Grassroots. You, you Cap broke, was on. You broke it again, and it's going to be some, like, like uh, what was it, Rookie of the Year shit, where now the pen just tight. writes even pen better. Pen just writes just pure, just fucking gold. 
Its tendon um, is too tight. No, it can pitch really well. <laughs> That's a good movie. Um, but yeah, so two years ago, um, and I don't know how. Actually, I do know how it happened. Um, I started watching this magician on YouTube called Chris Ramsey, and he's kind of he's he's got a beard. He's tatted up, and he's just kind of seemed like I was like, ah, he's Canadian. And he's really good at close-up magic. His card, his cardistry is like unbelievable. Fucking Gabby. I know that was so. Um, yeah, that's that a moose was... in the background. <laughs> but uh, he was. I was just. I don't know why, but I was just like, "What are you whispering about?" While I'm talking. Laura. Yeah. Um, you like that? Just beat down. Just the bender beat down. Mama right beat down. Um, but anyways, I was watching this dude, and it just kind of like I was like, I kind of learn how to like, how do you fucking do that? And then he started releasing every other week. Like, let me show you how to do this cool card trick I do. Oh. And so most, a lot of it was just flourishes, like flipping a card with one finger so it like spins up and then comes back. And I was like, that's badass. Yeah. That's really cool. And then it just kind of like, I, I bought professional decks of cards because there are, is such a thing. Oh, yeah. Bicycle deck is for like playing around the table. And then you buy these cards that are like for, meant for that, like magicians yeah. for handling. And they're lighter and they're stiff. It's crazy. but And they're slick. They're really they're fucking like slick. Slippery. So I got but into that's that. That's where it's dangerous where like mm-hmm. you're trying to do stuff and <laughs> cards just slide out all yeah. around you. So I got into that, and then I kind of just went down this rabbit hole of certain style of magician, and I was, and I always kind of knew about Darren Brown, and he's a mentalist by trade, like that's what he's, like what does that do? And he has this, he he has a couple shows he did. He has a new one coming out called Sacrifice on Netflix, and the big one he did a couple years ago was called Push, and he basically hired a shit ton of actors. And then one target, and they were like, can we convince this dude to go along with murdering someone? Yes! I, I want to watch that. It's, it's fascinating, because it's a I social experiment. It's good, yeah. It's so good, and it's That's like... So on the it's, social aspect of that, like, oh my it's, God, it's deep. I, like, I guarantee if I'm on that show, yeah. I murdered that dude. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah, so anyways, or, he was... He was, yeah, or you don't, yeah. and you're like, oh, I mean, oh, thank to, God. To, to, to the police, when this podcast is being played in court, <laughs> I did not murder that person. Yeah, I did not murder that actor who was not really murdered. Murdered. So, but yeah, so I, I started kind of paying attention, and then I kind of like tapered off the whole magic thing, not because I was like not, in, not interested. Not interested. I don't know why I did this. But... Darren Brown does this thing where he he's a hypnotist as well. So there's a video of him, and he's at the horse track. Oh yeah, he was the dude convincing people white strips of paper were. Yep. Real he'd go money. into he went into a diamond store, and he had paper, white paper, printer paper cut into the shape or in size of a dollar or like money, and he'd go in and he'd hypnotize them. However, he does it. He'd kind of explain it, but not really. Yeah, and, like they, and he'd walk destroyed. out with. They're like, he's like, yeah, that's that that necklace right there is the one I want for sure. And they're like, cool, that's you know that's five hundred. He's like, boom, there you go. They'd be like, all right, thanks. And he'd walk out, and you're just like, what? He would walk back in though, and, and be say, like, hey, it's like, hey, what did I just give you? Yeah, and they're like, um, oh, this piece of paper. He's like, yeah, why did you think that was money? And he's like, I don't know. 
So anyways, this dude's... I just started rewatching a lot of his shit. And the way he... And just close-up magic (laughs) is just fascinating. Because it is... And he, he's, he was just on Joe Rogan last week, and he talks about that telling a story. He's like, the, re, he's like the psychology behind people. we got to get Rich Ferguson on here. I know Rich Ferguson. He's, 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 oh, that would be He's been on Oprah. He's been on no Ellen. Shit. Like he, he's been all, all over the place. He's a magician from, yeah. from Santa Margarita. And he yeah. used to have to bus into he's school, performed. and that's when he like when his parents moved out there. That's when he got into stand up magic because he was yeah. alone at mm-hmm. home, like right. out on a ranch for a while. And now he's like has some of the biggest like viral YouTube videos from yeah. some of his stuff. And it happens around slow. Mm-hmm. I'm in it's like cool. a couple of them and stuff. A lot of accident. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like they were filming. So we should we should let's hit him up. He's such a good dude. He would that's awesome. he would love to get yeah. on here. Let's let's bring him out and talk so about that stuff. Definitely. And and Darren Brown's whole approach of telling a story and. That psychology of, and he says with that, he's like, a lot of the acting is, you're telling a story that people want to hear, and so they they convince themselves that they want to hear it, and so he's like, that's part of being hypnotized. Didn't he do the winning ticket? Yeah, he went up to a horse track, and he said, he he bought a losing horse. He didn't know it would lose, but it lost, and he's like, watch this. Goes up to the, the teller, and is like, yep, you know, here's the winning ticket, and she's like... Okay, starts looking at it and he slaps the counter and says, that's the winner. And she's like, yep, pays him out. Then goes back. He's like, I'm not a thief. And he's like, you know, you paid me for a losing ticket. Why'd you do that? And she's like, I don't know. And he describes the psychology of when you're in a routine. It's like when you drive home. Do you remember some of those turns you made to get home? You're just, you kind of end up at home and it's that routine. But it's crazy. Like re getting getting into that magic stuff again, I was like, it's inspired me to just be like, just think differently about everything and like, yeah. creativity. It's like, you know, it's like it's it's just kind of that like, because tr- it's so simple in some of the aspects, but then you go deep and it's just it's fascinating and it's fun to like play with that and. Can and you it do that with a lottery? That'd be great. No, because <laughs> yeah, that's so. no. It's gonna go through a couple That'd of checks awesome. first. <laughs> yeah, they have like a little. You do that slappy yeah, thing. It's, it's, it's the winner. It's the winner. <laughs> like, cool. It's not, but no, I've, seen, I've seen that. No, really, it's the winner. Special. Snacking it up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that. That's been my that kind of reinvigorated just create my creative brain a little bit of. Snapping me back into like think a little differently if you're moving forward with projects and also setting goals is a big one. He talks, yeah, they talk about is set realistic creative goals. And so for me, it's like yeah, like last week we 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 haven't had a podcast in about two weeks, and it's like there's a reason, you know. Let's set some creative, realistic goals, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and I want to do this, and we're we're gonna bring it up now it. so that we can get everybody by next week to to come out with this. Um, everyone should do a five song playlist. Ooh, oh, easy. I and we can. We can <laughs> Me we, too. We I can, was like, mine's easy. But of can, any kind, can, specific. Of any, any no, it's it's just gonna be your it's not like a genre. for this week no, it or whatever it is like. Mm-hmm. We can maybe do it once a month or something so that we have like time between. But like every month, should do a five song playlist per person. We'll throw it up on Instagram. You can scroll through the songs 
for each person. And so, just yeah, give if it. We all have Spotify. We could, we could share like an album. album. Mm-hmm. We could all add. Some. Yeah, that seems like a lot. I just we'll just we'll just share. <laughs> yeah, this is more for listeners, like yeah. to to get to have an easy way to. Like, okay, how can I go listen to this? Oh, yeah. here's the list. Here it's, I can go through them. It's, so. on, it's on Instagram. You will be able to scroll through the little album cover, like, <clears> art <throat> things. But yeah, just everybody on the podcast should come up with five songs you would want our listeners to listen to. Mm-hmm. And and we can maybe do this every month or every couple months or something. Give give people some stuff that we don't talk about in our, our weeklies, or even if it is, we're still yeah. fucking super into it. Yeah. Mine will be mostly metal for the first two months. But dude, that, see, that's a, that's the best thing. Um, that's it's like great. like people are going to be checking out your playlist regardless, and going to be finding new stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, yeah, like even just like I imagine there's going to be some weird shit on Gabby's that I'm not going to know about, and I'm going to be very into it. It's all shit. Like it's fine. You're going to feel like you're going to be stoned. Um, so. We're all pointing right now at Jess because she's holding a guitar. Because it was shoved into my hand. <laughs> and she has no choice. If you if you're up for it, I'll just okay, go for it. If not, go for it. My throat is still all messed up from <laughs> so yesterday. T- tell the listeners what happened. I had an allergic reaction. That's why I look like an alien right now. <laughs> she does not look like no. an alien. I look like no. my but... Japanese aunts and uncles. <laughs> I look way more Asian. For sure. What you have to have a reaction to? I don't know. But my, I had to go to emergency room and everything. My eyes swelled up. My lips looked so great, though, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish they could look like that all the time. Just like Kylie Jenner vibes. Yeah, they were like out. It was great. <laughs> but she sent me a picture and I was like, oh, was... she went for the fillers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So it looks like a botched job. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was... Okay. Not She's true. straight on, on the roids right now. It's not true. Well, we are going to take a selfie at the end so to post on the Instagram. So it's they'll see and they, they can judge for themselves. But I don't, it's not as bad as you think. Yeah, no, not at all. Okay. It's going away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every 30 minutes, I feel like it's getting better. <laughs> it happened last night. Ding, ding. Yeah. Ding, ding. Oh, there it goes. You're Sorry, doing yeah. But yeah, so. Can you hear her so this guitar? Is, okay. Oh, we can hear it. This is just like... Actually, Allie introduced me to this great guy, James. He played guitar with me for my friend's wedding. We did this song. I'll just play a little bit of this song because I sure. just. Um, Please. I'm not going to play an original. That's all right. I'll just do this cover. Um, Sweet. But I'll just do a little bit of it. He played on it, so it was way better because I'm not so great on guitar. We'll, we'll be the judge of that, <laughs> young lady. Let's see if I have it right. All right. It's a little out of tune, but that's all right. <laughs> you can rip it. Dread. <laughs> <laughs> no one looked. All right. Yeah, don't look. <laughs> We're all looking up. Lift my heart up when the rest of me hits down. Oh, baby. 
Thank you Should've for done that. Should have a run through before I did it. It's okay. That's a good way to, that's a good beautiful. spot to end. You guys all feel good? Yeah. Everybody yeah. feel good about it? Yeah. Feeling great. I'll never feel good about it. <laughs> feeling great. Well, uh, I'm empty, but we always cheers at the end. Whatever you're drinking, cheers, everybody. Thank you for being here. Lovely clink of my glass. Oh, that feels, that feels so good in headphones. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's piercing, but uh, thanks, guys. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.